This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hagestilianos. As a teaching pastor for more than 35 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. There are so many things in this world that we might think worth imitating. We're surrounded by fame and fortune and worldly success in almost every area of life as athletes, entrepreneurs, and celebrities amass astronomical wealth and power. Since we're told imitation is the highest form of flattery, ought we not imitate those people and the accomplishments we so much admire? But what does God want us to do? And while true that there are many worldly things we might consider imitating, not all of them are for our good and many destined to only do us harm. In his hard-hitting two-day message, Learning to Imitate Godly Success, Pastor examines the book of Hebrews, where God gives us the answer, imitate those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and patience. Now, here's Pastor with truths of his personal victories, doing just as God told him to do by simply imitating godly success. All I've tried to do is be an example to the people so they have something to imitate in, in their life. Someone to follow, to say, if it's working in his life, let me pay attention. See, that, that's where a lot of folks don't understand the relationship between the congregation and the pastor or the, 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 the follower and the leader. You see, you've got to watch that man's life closely. You've got to see what he's producing in his life. You've got to see how God's using him, how God is blessing him, and then begin to look at your own life and say, what do I need to do? Because that's the principle. Paul said it another way. He said, he said, follow me as I follow Christ. He said another time in Philippians, he said, what you've seen in me and what you've heard from me, these things do and the peace of God will be upon you and be with you. So this power of imitating, this principle of imitating is scriptural. And yet, you know, each week, I mean, I, I don't know how many times I stand here and preach the word and teach the word and people look at me and you come to church and you walk out the door and you won't do anything with it. I mean, that's the most frustrating thing for a pastor. I, 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 I stand here with the word and give the word and break the word. And you see, you're probably tired of hearing my testimonies. I tell my stories over and over and over. Why do I tell my stories over to the point where you want to vomit? It's like, you can tell the story better than I want. You know, you know, you know, I'm in, you know, you know, when I'm in, I know I'm in trouble. When I tell the story and someone comes out and says, Pastor, you left out the part about... It's like, oh, dear God. I, know. I say, well, they're really getting it, boy. <laughs> they got it better than me. You left out the part about, oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. But, but the reason why I give my stories is because it's proof that if you will work the word in your life, if you will look and, and, and at the word and begin to do the word in your life, that you're going to end up okay. Everything's going to be all right. You're going to see the blessings of God break open in your life. That's why he said, don't become lazy. Don't become sluggish. Become imitators of those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises of God. So you have to have a good example. It goes back to what I said before. You can't just join a church because, you know, they have the best singles group. And you're looking for a husband or a wife. 
So I have to find a leader who can lead me to a better place. I have to find somebody who can take me to that better place. Someone who can help me to get the things operating in my life that accompany salvation, that go with salvation. I need to find someone who's demonstrating it. And Paul exhorts here in this book of Hebrews, that when you find that person, be imitators. Go ahead and imitate those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promises of God. You find that person, you just get behind them, you imitate their faith. You do what they do, and you will have what they have. Now, I'll give, you a, I'll give you a natural, I'm going to let you into my life a little bit. I don't like giving you all, all but you, all, you know more about my life than I do, I think. <laughs> my family keeps telling me, you, my mother, oh, my mother used to get so mad at me. She says, you give too many secrets away. Be quiet. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I'm just an open person, so I'll share a little bit with you. Well, I think this is a great illustration. And one day reality hit me because I looked in the mirror and I was like, who is that in the mirror? I mean, I was, you know, I used to come out of the shower. What, what, who is that? That's my head, but whose body is that? Is that my body? Oh, man, I got really obsessed. My chest was starting to fall into my drawers. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Got a corporation growing over here. Really scared me. I said, I'm starting to look like my father. He used to stand like that, you know. And I thought, oh, God, this is not good. I'm going to catch heck for this. I know it. I can hear my sister at dinner today. But anyway, so, so I decided, you know, I had been thinking about this for a long time. I was trying to work out in my house and just, eh, I can't work out at home. Too many distractions. I can't do it. Dogs distract me. Everything distracts me. Phone rings. People looking for me. I can't. I, I got to get out of the house. I don't like gyms because, you know, but I found this place right around the corner. I didn't even know it was there. It was hidden in an office park. And I just happened to find it by accident. And it was, it's a little studio kind of gym. And there's no spandex and testosterone. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about. You know, because I can't handle that. I'm just like, I, I want to go somewhere where there are normal people. You know, it's not all these guys, all goons walking around, you know, big tattoos. And it's just a, a nice little studio, very quiet. Five minutes. I mean, roll out of bed because I'm in a rush, man. I don't have time. I got I to gotta go. I got to go. I got stuff to do. Roll out of bed, run down there. Five minutes and tucked away. So I joined that gym. And um, I realized quickly that I needed some help because I'm doing some stuff and I don't know what I'm doing. So I, I asked one of the guys there to help me, one of the instructors. And um, so, so he said, well, you know, before we get going here, he said, Let, let's test you. I'm like, okay. He says, uh, do some push-ups. <laughs> okay. Now, wait a minute. I, I gave him about 15 good push-ups. But wait. What I thought were good push-ups. He said, um, he said, you're doing them wrong. What do you mean I'm doing them? I've been doing these a long time. He says, you're doing them wrong. Oh, could that be the reason why I'm not seeing the results? Because I'm going through the motions, but I'm not doing them right. Oh. So he said, get out of the way. Let me show you. He gets on the floor and he says, this is the way you do a push-up. I said, really? He said, now you get on the floor and you do it just like I did it. I said, okay. 
wow, when I did it the right way, I couldn't even do five. <laughs> he demonstrated how it is to, is to be done and then encouraged me to do it the way he just demonstrated it. Then we went on to another exercise. And he said, you know, I've, I've learned so much. You know, this is the barbell. He said, do a squat. This is the truth. Now, don't laugh because you probably all do them wrong too. So I said, okay, squat. He says, that's wrong. It's like, it is? He said, this is the way. Now, watch. Now, this is really weird. Some of you that work out, you know. But when you do a squat, you... Right? You have to tilt your hips back, keep your back straight. That's how you do a squat. Don't you all laugh. Stephen laughed at me. I, he says, oh, I know how to do it. Oh, yeah, I've been working out since I was a teenager. I said, oh, show me how you do a deadlift. See, you give me a deadlift like this. Said, yeah, you're doing it wrong. Because now I'm a know-it-all. So he said, get out of the way. He said, let me show you. This is how you do a squat. Try it. Now you step alongside, you do what I'm doing. It's like, wow, that's really cool. So now I've learned some, some things and I'm putting them into operation and I'm doing them and all of a sudden I'm noticing a change in my body. Now, now wait, now wait. So, so all I did was take the instruction that he gave me and began to practice or imitate what he is doing. We, we did this with the barbell. We went over to the barbell and, and doing... doing um, squats, doing different things, but doing squats, and he'd say, now this is the way you do it. And I'm thinking to myself, there's a spiritual teaching in this. Because as I'm paying attention to what he's doing, and I'm beginning to copy what he's doing, I'm beginning to see results. I'm starting to get the muscle that he has. In fact, the other day I was in the gym, and I had my t-shirt, I was going to work out, I had my t-shirt on now. Now, not to make you, this is not to upset you. And I got, I'm getting to know something. One of the guys, I was just standing there talking, he says, man, he says, look at those arms. They call, I don't know, they're naming the muscle. I'm like, I don't know what they're talking about. Look at that, man. Here, flex your arm. Do this. They say, wow, I can't look at the arms. You, the muscles. It's like, well, I've been, I paid attention to the instructor, and I'm just imitating what he's doing, and I'm getting the same results in my life. Now, here, I don't want to really flip you up. I might, might as well tell you the whole package. I'm boxing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Come on, John. Come on. <laughs> well, wait. My goal, uh, listen, I'll tell you what, I, I'm, I, I'm trying to jumpstart some of you, too. This is not all for me. I mean, I want, listen, I'm not going to be all fat and flobby and flubby and, and uh, cholesterol off, off the roof, high blood pressure. I'm not going there. My blood pressure is dropping like a 115 over 68. That was my blood pressure. 115 at 68. Strong heart rate, I forget what it was, 60 or below 58, something like that. So, so... So I'm, I'm boxing. Well, the reason why I'm doing that is because I want to learn a martial art. <laughs> You're all laughing. Don't laugh. 
That's what my brother-in-law did. He laughed when I told him. I said, what are you laughing at? I'm going to knock you off your, <laughs> your chair. <laughs> no. I don't want to learn a martial art because I want to be violent. Although I have to say that punching the punching bag, you know, that, that thing, punching it across the room, oh, oh, oh man, that feels so good. <laughs> oh, boy, I get a lot of aggression out on that thing. In fact, I was going so wild. He said, slow down, slow down, wait a minute. He said, plant your feet, plant your feet again. I'm like, okay, I'm having too much fun. Get out of my way. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it, it, it is, it's good. But well, the thing is, I want to learn martial art because I, I want it for balance, coordination, concentration. That's what I want it for. And then if anybody gets in my way, I can take care of them. <laughs> I'm having fun. It's, it's good. It's been a very good experience for me, so. And, wait, I have to say, this gym, there's going to be a revival at this gym because I, they, they call coming, will you pray for me? Would you pray for this? Would you pray for that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, I know, I'm, I'm on assignment there. I'm not, I'm, I'm like, I hit the right group because they're all excited. There's one young fellow that is a Christian. He serves God. And uh, uh, some of the guys there, you know, I work with different people, but um, they're always asking me to pray or asking me questions about the Bible or uh, asking things. And I'm like, hey, man. In fact, one of the guys was here a couple weeks ago and um, just slowly but surely just dropping the seeds. So, but, but my whole point, let me not stray from my point. The point is that as I'm following the instructions of the instructor, the one who has the muscle and the strength and knows how to get it and in gives me that knowledge, and I begin to imitate what he's doing, right? Because that's the whole thing. He demonstrates it, and then you imitate it, and then you can do it by yourself. Once I, as I'm doing that, I'm getting what he already has. Muscles are increasing. Fat is decreasing. Amen. Flat, not fat, flat. So it's the power of imitating the power of following the instructions and the lead of someone who can get you there. And that's what Paul is saying here. He's saying, don't become lazy. See, I could be lazy. I could just sit home and eat potato chips and bonbons and drink down Coke all day and, and have every reason why I can't do this and I can't go to the gym and work out. But I'm never going to end up with muscle if I don't do what those who have muscle have done to get muscle. And it's the same way in the principles of God. You can sit, sit back and do nothing about it and come to church and people come and they listen, they hear, but they don't do anything with what they hear. And the end result is, is that if you don't put it into operation and practice in your life, like don't get mad at me because I'm prospering. I, I've done nothing but obey God, do God's word all these years. I've been a giver. I'm a forgiver. I'm a lover. I'm not a lover, but I love people. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about. You all have dirty minds or something. You know, I'm a, I, I love people. I walk the love walk, walk forgiveness, you know. I, I try to be a gentleman and, and I, putting, demonstrating, and because I'm walking in that, I'm walking in all of the fullness of my salvation package. You're not going to walk in the fullness of your salvation package if you don't do with those who are already there are doing or have done to get them there. 
You have to practice the same thing in your life. So we come to church and everybody wants to hear a good word. and all that. But really, my, my whole motivation is to display or to, to be an example to the flock. Because another verse says to be an example to the flock in First Peter, I believe it is. To be an example to the flock. So that you have something to follow. And, and if you follow what I'm doing, that's why, that's why I share my testimonies and I share the things that I share. I share it because I want you to know how I got to where I am. See, there was a time when I was broke, poor, and didn't have anything. But I'm not there anymore. But I got over here to prosperity because I just obeyed God and I did what God told me to do, not only in tithing, but in sowing and in giving and, and doing all those things. And I've been practicing it for many, many, many years. And as a result of being consistent with it, because again, you have to be diligent. Everybody say diligent. Right? And you, you can't become lazy with it. Right? So I've been diligent and not lazy with it. I have come to the place of prosperity in my life. I've been walking here now for a long time. And it keeps growing and abound. And everything that's going on in my life, where God is taking me, taking the ministry, taking yeah. me personally, it's all because all these years I have had examples that I have followed. Amen. Imitating the faith and the patience. That's another word that goes there, you see, because you, you, it's not going <clears> to <throat> happen overnight. It says, be imitators of those who through faith and patience. So when you're ready to give up, because there have been many times in times past, I'm walking along and I wanted to give up because it was getting too difficult. But I go back to my example. I go back to Apostle Price say, if God did in his life and he's proving it, he's living it, he can do it in my life, God's going to do it in my life. I believe that. I'm just going to keep imitating his faith. I'm going to keep doing what he's done and what he's shown me by his, his teachings. I'm going to keep doing that and I know that I'm going to end up where he is. Amen. Just like I'm ending up with muscle like the guys at the gym that are helping me and showing me. Amen. I'm imitating what they're showing me to do and I'm getting their results. You imitate me. Now, don't dress like me. <laughs> Believe me, it'd probably be very difficult because they don't sell a lot of short clothing around. <laughs> but you, you imitate my faith and what I've done, and if I've been a good example to you, you follow. You do the same thing, and you'll end up with the same results. Amen. Someone, someone uh, was new to the church or whatever came. <laughs> this is just a funny thing. Um, they came on the lot and they said, wow, you got a lot of really fancy cars in this lot. Well, it should be that way. And the reason why many of you are driving a fancy car is because I drive a fancy car. Many of you are buying homes now and coming out of apartment living and trying to buy your first home or upgrading your home or whatever it be. Well, that's because I live in a home. And you've been imitating. You've been following my faith. You've been doing what I've been doing. Now, if you've been cheating, you better, you better be careful. God doesn't bless cheaters. You've got to do it God's way. And if you do it God's way, you're going to end up with God's blessing in your life. Just like I am. I'm walking in God's blessing. You can walk in the same blessing, but you've got to imitate the faith. Now, it says faith and patience. We could, that could be a whole sermon right there. Maybe we'll go over it again. But faith and patience, it takes time. You know, I can remember being frustrated, ready to quit. And I just had to pull myself back and get back and say, I've got to be patient. God is doing something. See, sometimes there are, sometimes you're not ready for the level of blessing that you want in your life. I believe that. 
And you have to prove yourself faithful before the blessing comes. Because if you're not faithful and the blessing comes, you're going to screw it up. You're going to mess it up. God's not going to trust you with more money if you don't know how to manage the money you already have. Wow, didn't even get an amen on that. I heard, whoa. I heard a couple people go, <gasps> he's talking about me. You're never going to, God's not going to bless you with more until you, you, you know, like this church, you know, I want a big church, want a big, big, way, way back then. We're going, well, God finally got my attention. He said, son, you better pay attention to the church I've given you. Put your all into this and stop, you know, Hope was never meant to distract you from what's before you. That's right. That's right. It's only supposed to be there as a, as a destination, as, a, as an, uh, you know, a motivator in your life to motivate you, but not to get you so distracted that you, you, you're not paying attention to what you have today to take care of. You've got to take care of what's here. And as you show yourself faithful with you have, like you want the new car, God, I'm praying for a new car. God, give me a new car. But let's go take a look at your car. You haven't washed it, it's dirty, it's all beat up, you haven't changed the oil, tires are falling off, McDonald's wrappers on the back seat, right? So if you don't take care of what you have and show yourself faithful, then there won't be... Now, are you getting the principle here? You're getting the principle. I, I, I hope you're all hearing me. So he says, now, now let's just finish up here and we'll get out of here. It says, so <clears throat> then don't become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. And then you go over to verse 13. It says, for when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could not swear by no one greater, he swore by himself saying, surely blessing, I will bless you and multiplying, I will multiply you. Now listen to what it says in verse 15. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. After he just patiently endured, see, that's what we've got to build in the body of Christ. We've got to learn how to endure some things. We don't know how to endure. We don't know how to stand our, just keep on standing even when it's tough to stand. Keep on doing even when it's tough to do. I've been there. Keep on going when you want to quit. You don't want to go anymore. Yeah. But he says, he said, if you're going to inherit the promise... You can't be lazy. You've got to have someone who you can follow and then do what they're doing. Find out. I mean, like these examples that I've had in my life, I've read their books. I've, some of them I've talked to, asked, their, asked them questions, picked their brains, listened to their teachings, follow their life, watch everything about them, and then begin to imitate what they're doing in my life. It's interesting how I'm showing up with the same things. Interesting how my life is progressing and growing. When I've made a mistake, you know, I've try to find out how they corrected it and where I went wrong so I don't want to make that mistake again. And the promises are showing up. And it's going to show up in your life too. See, so you, so you can't be lazy. You've got to find somebody that you can follow. Someone who's already possessing the promises. Wow, does that make sense to anybody here? And then he says, and so after he patiently endured, he obtained the promise. So it means you had to endure. You've got to be patient. Just keep on going even when you don't feel like it. And ultimately, you're going, to end up, you're going to end up inheriting the promises of God. Did that help anybody here today? Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. Before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. Hello, this is Pastor Ray. I wanted to take a moment from today's broadcast to tell you about a brand new book I've written that's just become available for purchase entitled Discouragement, Doubt, and Compromise. I wrote this book because of after more than 37 years of pastoring, I see too many Christians, both newly saved and those mature in their walk with God, fall victim to a device of the enemy that he has been using against God's people ever since the beginning of time. It's simply a threefold plan of discouragement, doubt, and compromise. I know this material will be a tremendous blessing to you in encouraging and stimulating your faith and helping you to truly be more than a conqueror. Why not go to my website right now and order your copy, PastorRayNY.com. Why not order a copy for a friend as well? That's PastorRayNY.com. 